My name is Kendra. And my name is Maya. We will be your hosts. Welcome to the Twin Oaks Book Chat. On this podcast, we'll be interviewing teachers, students, and other members of the Twin Oaks community. Hope you enjoy. Our first interviewee will be a fifth grade teacher. Drum roll, please. Miss Williams. Hello, Miss Williams. Can you please tell a little bit about yourself? Hi, girls. So, as you said, I'm a fifth grade teacher. I consider myself a teacher of fifth graders, and I've been working here at Twin Oaks teaching fifth graders for, I would say, I think around 13 years, and altogether I've been teaching for about 25 years, grades three, four, five, and six is what I've done. Oh, my. Okay. Are you surprised by that? Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll go with your first question. For the people who aren't in Project Lit Book Club, what is the moral or the idea you are trying to spread? Thank you for asking about Project Lit. So Project Lit Community Book Club is something that we were really excited to bring to Twin Oaks this year. It has three main components to it. We're looking to increase book access and decrease book deserts in doing so. We're looking to have students read more culturally relevant literature, so newer books that are newer released, um, lots of books from authors of color, where we get to see lots of different worlds from lots of different people. And finally, there's a big student leadership component to Project Lit. So we're really excited about how the students are getting involved in making decisions and in um, leadership actions. Okay, thank you. Let's go on to your next question. You really enjoy Classroom Book a Day. How did you come up with the idea? So I didn't come up with the idea. Like Project Lit, Classroom Book a Day is another great idea that I got. You know where from. Where do I get all my ideas? From that one author? No, No, that one teacher. From Twitter. Yeah. Oh, from Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So Classroom Book a Day was first started by a teacher librarian named Jillian Heisey. I think that's how she pronounces her name. And the idea is she formulated this after Donalyn Miller, who's a writer, who says that teachers and other adults, librarians, should try to read a book a day every day of the summer to keep up with their reading and to know what books to recommend to students each school year. So Jillian took this idea into the classroom, and she likes the idea of doing a picture book a day, which is what you've been doing that you say we enjoy. Mm -hmm. So that's where the idea came from. Okay. Okay. What made you get into reading? Let's see. You know, it's funny. When I was a kid, I was a reader, and I brought my Identity Day board to show you girls sort of where my reading identity comes from. But then when I was an adolescent, I wasn't very much of a reader. I was only a school reader meaning I really only read what was assigned to me. Mm -hmm. And then when I graduated high school, I became a reader of my own again. So let's see. Your question is, what made me get into reading? Um, It was my mom. And it was the reading that she did with me when I was a child. So you see here on my identity board how Mm -hmm. I have some different pictures of books that are meaningful to me from my childhood. 
And as I selected these and put them together, I realized that a lot of them have to do with the visuals. There are picture books in here. They're the babies and baby animal books by um, Gyo Fujikawa, whose illustrations I just loved as a child. And I would pour over those books and look at the little details of the cute little drawings. Santa Mouse here, um, one of my favorites. I felt like I would just fall into those illustrations when I would read that picture book. And like I could see the movement and the little mouse's actions and everything he did. One of my very favorite series as a kid was the uh, Sweet Pickles series. So I'm definitely dating myself here, girls. If anybody out there listening recognizes Sweet Pickles, they're of a certain age. <laughs> and it was one of those series of books that, I, that came from, I believe, like one of those called weekly reader programs where you would have a subscription and the book would mm -hmm. get delivered like once a month you get a new book mm -hmm. or something kind of like that. But what it is is there's a different character for each alphabet letter. And then um, they all have character traits that are very specific. So there's a lot of lessons learned in them. But what I loved were the illustrations and particularly the end papers. So you see here, you have all the mm -hmm. characters and, and you get to see their personality by the things they're saying in mm -hmm. those speech bubbles. And then there was a map. There's a map of the Sweet Pickles neighborhood on the oh. inside uh, end pages. And I adore a book with a map. And I would get lost in this neighborhood just, just imagining <laughs> those characters and being in that map. So strangely enough, here's what I remember mostly my mom reading aloud to me. She has a classic set from when she was a child of the Winnie the Pooh books. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, the, that's a picture of the actual ones she would read to us. These, my mm -hmm. sister sent the picture because she has the books now. But um, Winnie the Pooh was something she would read aloud to us a lot. And sure enough... You know, you have the map of Hundred Acre Wood is a big part of Winnie the Pooh. Um, and then she would read us the Reader's Digest. So basically she was doing her own reading, um, you know, adult reading, where she'd be reading this magazine of um, essays and excerpts and short stories and such, which is what Reader's Digest is. And then she'd hit upon something that was interesting to her and she'd say something like, listen to this, girls. And we'd have to listen to her read something to us from what she was reading and she would, you know, be there to help us make connections with it. So then finally, I have my Norman Rockwell artist and illustrator coffee table book picture here. And then an atlas, a world atlas coffee table size book that I'm showing you a picture of. Because those were other books that I remember just falling into. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, it's a lot less to do with reading for me than I, when I was a kid. And more to do with listening to stories be read yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. And the graphics, the illustrations, the pictures, the maps, I mean, an atlas. I don't know. I just would, I would go crazy to just sit and look at an atlas forever. Okay. So what is the current book you are reading? So I tend to have more than book, one book going at a time. And right now we have Wish Tree by Catherine Applegate going with our Project Lit Book Club. And I already read it last spring, but I'm rereading it so I can be ready for the trivia game. I am just starting Dactyl Hill Squad by Daniel um, Jose Older, I believe it was his full name, and oh my gosh, it's so good. And when I tell you what it's about, you're going to tell me what student you would recommend this book to in, my, in our class right now, okay? So it takes place during the Civil War era in New York, not yet, those aren't the details that are going to throw it, throw it to you. 
And rather than just be a basic historical fiction, it's a fantasy historical fiction where dinosaurs exist. We can't hear you on, you can't hear you react, girls. You have to say out loud what you're thinking. (laughs) And so the dinosaurs are coexisting with the people. And I haven't gotten much into the whole story, but I'm excited. Uh, Not so much about the dinosaur part because dinosaurs are not my thing. They're whose thing? Dominic's. Shout out to Dominic. But um, I'm really into what's going on with the characters. There's the issue of a race that's being discussed at that time of the Civil War. Um, so I'm really excited about all that part of Dactyl Hill Squad. Book one, so far as a book, they have, I think, two books. Maybe the third one's coming out. Okay. I Gianni was going to You thought it'd be Gianni when yeah. we went with history? Yeah. Yes. Maybe they could read it together. They'd probably enjoy it. Yeah. So what do you think about next year's global read-aloud book? Oh, swoon, girls. You know how I feel about next year's global read-aloud book. How do you feel about next year's global? I feel great. I love it. Tell us about what next year's global read-aloud book is. So next year's global read-aloud book is Front Desk by Kelly Yang. We actually made a big poster of it, too. Yeah. And it's about this girl named Mia who runs a motel with her parents. Yeah. And um, the owner is um, Mr. Yang. Mm -hmm. Mr. Mr. Yang, right? Yeah, Mr. Yang. And he's... He doesn't really treat... Mia's family very nicely, especially because they're Chinese. Yeah, and when isn't he Chinese too? Yeah, yeah but, but he he's like rich, and, and he's rich, and they're and poor. they're poor. Ah, and um, and then he sells the motel one day. Okay, yeah. let's not get into any spoilers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was okay. Like, okay, I'm not gonna. Spoil so this. yeah, front desk by Kelly Yang, as you know, I love it. Um. It's in my top, top, top pick of books. Um, so excited to hear that it's next year's Global Read Aloud because we just finished it as a yes. read aloud in our class. And I have to say, it went over as one of the best read alouds I have ever done. And I especially enjoyed watching your fan art that came out of it because we, oh, yeah. we allowed yeah. some doodling and, and sketching and whatnot. And um, kids were really paying attention to the story because we had pictures of well the front cover which is just so delightful Mm -hmm. and you guys were recreating elements of that front cover Mm -hmm. and then as the story went on you were finding more and more parts of the symbols in the front cover that came Mm -hmm. out in the story and I saw people enjoying that but I really like the pictures of like hamburgers and money (laughs) and sharks yeah right so yeah it's a great book really looking forward to it for global read aloud and I've picked it as one of the Project Lit Book Club books for next year as well. I picked two, and then I put out the list for um, the kids to vote on the last five they would read for the school year. And we just finished that voting yesterday as well. (laughs) Okay. In about one year, how many books do you think children should read? Well, that's a good question. So I think it's less about the number of books you should read and more about the fact that you should do what? Have fun. Yeah, you should read for fun and that you should read as many as you want to mm-hmm. and not be limited in it. So Donna Lynn Miller is an author and teacher that I mentioned before with the 
book a day challenge for Mm -hmm. teachers over the summer. And she um, has what she calls the 40 book challenge for students. And she thinks that's a good number to challenge students to read in a school year. Um, What I like about that idea is you, you also try to target different genres. So if you've been sort of stuck in one genre or two, like I tend to get stuck in realistic fiction, Um, myself and then I branch out by going into dystopian you know I love that but Mm -hmm. the idea is to really branch out and try to hit some different genres and um, spend the time in school getting to know yourself as a reader and building your reading identity but overall I'm not sure I need a number target I think it's more about kids need to read and they need to read books that they choose for themselves and start to learn what kinds of books do Mm -hmm. they love because once they figure that out they're going to read a ton. Nobody will be able to stop them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Miss Williams, for coming on our podcast today. Thank you, Kendra and Maya. It was an absolute delight. Thank you for picking me as your first interviewee. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about what you've done here, putting together a Twin Oaks book chat. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have a cute sign-off yet or anything? Well, well we that, do. At yeah. The, at, the so, end. So, at the end. Okay. Okay, we have to do it at the end of yep. each episode, though. Yep. Okay. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Don't forget, my name is Kendra. And my name is Maya. And we were your hosts. Thank you for listening to the Twin Oaks Book Chat. Bye. Bye.